every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for What's Going On, where we check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Brought to you today by our friends at Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Yep. <laughs> you ready for What's Going On, Gordon? I am ready. Okay. I'm always eager. Let's, uh, let's start out. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, DJ and PK. You know who they had on? Who? Somebody who just uh, acquired an important role in your life. Who's that? You want to take a guess? No, just tell me. Well, it wasn't Lisa. It wasn't me. It wasn't Austin. Who was it? It wasn't uh, Joe Baird. <laughs> was it Aaron Falk? It was Aaron Falk was on with those guys today. today. New sports editor at the Salt Lake Tribune. Yeah, Aaron's a, a terrific guy. He's going to do a good Falcon job. Oh, nice. I wonder if he's ever heard that joke before. <laughs> what the fuck? From me, about 3,000 times, because <laughs> I make that joke, I think, every time I see Is he him. from the Falkland Islands? Oh, look at you. Uh, all right, here's what Aaron had to say. So a lot of people, we see newspapers and it doesn't that conjure up, well, man, that's a uh, secure job and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Many have folded and all that. What would you say to that as far as job security, being able to go into a business that uh, the better days are behind it? <laughs> well, um, you know, maybe maybe this is uh, partially motivated by, you know, we, we just went through it. A strange time in a pandemic, and I think a lot of people are um, reevaluating their their decisions and, and trying to do things that bring them um, the most joy. Um, maybe it's just a dog returning to its vomit. Maybe it's um, you know, got to be a better but, phrase than that. <laughs> uh, but you know, no, it's it's something that, that I believe in. And honestly, here's here's the deal: when I when I left the Trib um, in in 2018 to go to the Jazz. Um, one, the Jazz was a great opportunity, and I, I'm truly thankful for the things that I was able to do there and the things I was able to learn there. Um, but when I when I left the Tribune, uh, it was it felt very dire. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know, there we'd been owned by a hedge fund for a very long time that had um, liquidated physical assets changed um, operating agreement contracts and, and, you know, just looking for fast cash. Paul Huntsman had come in, um, John and Paul Huntsman had come in and, and tried to buoy things, but it was still um, really uncertain. And, and you know what? Um, this kind of is being one of the first papers to go to a nonprofit um, model. Uh, a lot of things to figure out there, but it, it was a step in the right direction. Um, and, Frankly, as, as much as it pains um, some longtime readers to only have a once a week print product, the cost of print 
um, and and all those things uh, were were so great that this this is an opportunity to not only you know make this a, a financially viable enterprise, but to I think do some really cool journalism as well. Um, and and so you know what I I wouldn't be going back there if I thought that this was uh, a sinking ship. I, I think that that the Tribune is um, uniquely positioned among you know, traditional newspapers, um, give, given those things that I just mentioned. And I am, uh, you know, like I said, I don't think I'm going back to a singing ship. I think I'm going back to a thing that we can, we can, um, not just float, but, but can cruise on for a very long time. And I think that's, I know I'm excited about it. And I, and I hope, um, you know, in, in time, uh, all of, all of our readers in, in this community can be excited about it again. This is probably maybe more minutia than our listenership wants, but we've seen the evolution of journalism just be exactly that, and it's changed dramatically, and all games are on television now and so forth, and so growing up in the business, you know, you were told there's only like one or two people that can offer opinion slash analysis, the rest of them have to play it down the middle and all that stuff and just report on what happens. What do you see as possibly changing away from that and getting maybe a beat writer to be evolved in more as analysis slash opinion and what he or she sees when she goes or he goes and covers events? Yeah, I, I was just talking to, to Gordon Monson on the phone about that yesterday, and um, you know, he—that's he, how he felt. He said he—he he, he was like, "Aaron, I might be, uh, you know, phasing out my my own job here, but but I, I he firmly believes that the B writers should be able to to do those things, and and you know what, they are they are starting to do those things, and and we're seeing that across, um, you know all outlets and, and that idea of of just sort of you know writing everything down the middle is is, is going away and that's not to say that that everyone has to to be um, the columnist that, that Gordon is and, and that everything is is um, you know an, an opinion but I, I would want our writers to feel um, confident in, in doing that and, and to feel that they have the expertise to you know, to analyze the thing that they are watching more than, frankly, just about anybody else. I mean, and we're seeing that a lot with with Andy Larson, who is a guy um, who you know has a skill set that, that might not have gotten hired at the Tribune a uh, uh, number of years ago. Not a traditional journalism background, but but certainly someone who is analytical in in his thought process and, and in his writing, um, and is is willing to do that. And, and you know, we. I, I frankly love to see that. I love to see everybody um, using their expertise to to lay out, you know, whether uh, th- their position. And, and again, like I said, not not in a traditional columnist sense, but an analyst analysis should be part of part of the job. Absolutely. So I think it's just about letting that show up in stories because everybody's on Twitter and certainly you can check Andy's Twitter feed and he's telling Quinn when to sub and when not to sub and why to sub this guy or sub that guy. I mean, opinion is is already there. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you think there's a, um, a difference between those things, I mean, every every tweet from our reporters, for better or worse, represents uh, our reporters and, and the Salt Lake Tribune and, and maybe there are some conversations to be had uh, in on that regard, but... Um, yeah, like you, you would be an absolute fool to think that, you know, you can voice opinion on Twitter, but as soon as, as soon as you start writing for the website, that goes away. If you've already voiced opinion, you have voiced opinion in the public sphere. 
So you think I got a shot to replace you on the job you just left? Um, absolutely. Uh, you want a reference? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I mean, this radio thing is kind of dying for me. So uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you could you could probably wrap up the show and then head over to the Zions Bank basketball campus, clock in. Um, I'm lucky they still keep me employed at this. There's your new boss, Gordon. Yeah, Aaron he, Falk. He's a smart guy. He's a really gifted writer too, and uh, he'll do a good job. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. You know what else? Seeing him flourish. He has another gift. What's that? Impersonations. Eventually got into sports because I really liked um, writing feature stories, just telling stories of people's lives. And Did you uh, ever write one on me? You know, I think Gordon Monson came in and swooped in. He's like, I'm, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to take care of this one. I'm going to, Aaron, I think I got an idea. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's funny. It is funny. You laughed. Come on, that is funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I Aaron. I think I've got an idea. Is that that one? Isn't it? Oh, Aaron, I think I've got an idea. That's exactly how you sound. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, whatever. Yeah. As you said, he's a great writer. He is. He's a smart man. He's smart. And he's now your boss. What yeah, are, he is. What, what are his thoughts on, well, I guess this isn't uh, as big a deal as it once was, but uh, length of columns, because you usually get grumpy when the sports editor tries to. Well, they never do that. Cut you down. Well, they've tried. Oh, it's, that, that's they never very do, rare. They never do it twice. <laughs> I heard a story from another jazz beat writer over there at the trip once. About the new sheriff in town? No. Uh, Eric Walden has a story about you and something being edited. and uh, yeah. Someone wasn't happy. Anyway. It, 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 it wasn't Eric. It, it doesn't. It does, that just doesn't happen very often. Every once in a while I can blame something on somebody else, but usually it's my fault. I remember Anastasi tried to cut you down a couple of times. Um, not often. Well, again, not not twice. Oh, come on. <laughs> they try once. Oh. No, no, no. It's all good. Then Gordon gets on the horn and goes up the ladder all the way if necessary. I uh, Lesson uh, learned. Getting back to Aaron Falk, he's, you know, a writer, writers who, uh, people who manage, who know how to write too, they, they have a great perspective from my point of view. They they know they know what it's like and what's what's going on and they know the process. So Aaron will do a fantastic job, and I really you know I'm at a point in my career that you know I don't really have to push too hard or try and sell anything to anybody. But but uh, I agree with Aaron. I think there are some very talented writers over there who who readers will be excited to read if the, if they go online. And subscribe and uh, and follow the stuff because the writers are smart and they know how to present information. So, yeah, check it out. And I think it it will flourish. I I agree with Aaron in that regard. Well, you know, some of the writers are smart over there. Yeah, there's a particular sports columnist that's wrong a lot. But I, you know, <laughs> okay, we don't need to go all the way. Down Robert Gerke. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I can't be referring to Kurt anymore, I suppose, after his retirement. 
Yeah, he, Kurt still makes an appearance on occasion for golf. Yeah, he's doing the golf thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gordon just makes his picks and tells me <laughs> what's left over. Let's see. I'll go to L.A. I'll take. Uh, I'll take. Uh, oh, San Francisco, nice. Seattle. One <laughs> lovely Corvallis, Kurt. That's you. <laughs> Who are they playing well, game one? Uh, Montana State. Now I'm, no, I'm out of town. Here's the Still thing. Still no, Kurt. You're probably on that one. Kurt came to me and he said, "You pick. You pick the games you want." Gordon just makes his picks and tells me what's left over. We should get Kurt on. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. Let's get him on sometime. See what he oh. thinks about. The Bryson Brooksy uh, thing going that on. That fake feud. Yeah. Yeah. Austin <laughs> thinks it's manufactured. Do you really? Oh, it smells like The Undertaker versus. Uh, A little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it does. Oh, I don't think so. Nature Boy versus The Undertaker. No, you, you know I what? Think it was you know legitimate. What? At least at first it was. Not to go, you know, Magnum PI on you or anything. But the, the first clue is how did that roll your eyes video? How did that become public in the first place? Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, that's <laughs> honestly how much. You know, outtake coverage of of stuff that's out there that never sees the light of day, right? You guys are so suspicious. And I, I watched that video at least nine times. I could not tell what DeChambeau was saying until someone somehow, I guess I'm guessing, asked him, what'd you say? And he said, oh, I should have said it louder. Huh? Here's what I said. And they put the, the closed caption in there. I think I, I think I'm coming along. With Austin, and then boom, TV yeah, yeah. ratings, Twitter talk, it's all golf, golf, right. golf, oh, golf, golf, golf. I don't know. And I, and I, I wondered why he would uh, be so angry about someone calling him Brooksy. Like, that just encourages that behavior more. And the answer, he wants to encourage. Yeah, but wait a second. No, because he wants to win tournaments. He doesn't want to be distracted. No, he wants to be famous and, and make a billion both, dollars. They're both very young and very good. And this can fester yeah. for 20 years on the tour. And they're both kind of Deutsche Bankery, right? So you get the both the best of all worlds here. Because Who, those, which side which side is the public on? Are they on Brooks' side? I'm cheering for Lightning. I think uh, the DeChambeau is kind of the more likable one, right? Oh I mean, no, the, it's very much been he's the he's been the heel. No, he has, but but he's also the one that hits bombs, you know, and the the like Hans talks about him constantly. The calls him the beef hammer or whatever. But <laughs> uh, but those in you know individual sports like we we were chatting with uh, uh, with uh, Chase uh, from Smart Rain, and uh, he was in the studio. We were meeting with him. He's gonna be um, doing some stuff with the Big Show, which uh, we're excited about. But we were talking about Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler hasn't won anything ever. Yeah, he has. he's the, won like four or six tournaments, something like that. Not a major. Not even no, close not in major. a major. No. But he dresses cool. But he's like the most popular dude, making a zillion dollars. Well, you could say the same thing. Arnold Palmer wasn't the best golfer of all time, but he probably was the most popular maybe before Tiger. I mean, he was he he was charismatic. Uh, he He would engage with the gallery. People loved him. And, of course, he did win majors, and he was a great golfer. But uh, the people just absolutely adored him. And, and and you know, people used to call Jack Nicholas Fat Jack, you know. And so maybe maybe you're right, Austin. Maybe maybe somebody is stirring this up on purpose. Anna Kornikova never won a tournament. She was still one of the best tennis players in the never world. Never won a tournament and was the most popular women's tennis player for over a decade. Did she ever make a well, final? How, wait a minute. How do you how do you characterize the most popular? Mm. The most downloaded? 
in <laughs> yeah, all right, talked ways. about. Yeah, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was the most talked about. Yes, she was. No, she was people. You know, you know why people liked her. Really, I'm just. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's about more than winning. You said, "Oh, isn't he just concentrating on winning tournaments?" But in these sports, it's there's a lot more to it than winning. Hmm. I, Jimmy Jimmy Johnson was the nicest man on the planet, won a zillion races, but was never as popular as Jeff Gordon, the Rainbow Warrior, <laughs> or Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, those individual sports—they're weird. People are popular for a variety of different reasons. I, I think it's a little intrusive, though, for uh, for Bryson to to hear people yelling "Brooksy" at him when he's swing, you know, about to swing a golf club or after swing. I, I think that would. I think he's honestly bothered by that. Poor baby. I think I'm with Austin on this thing. He's super technical, man. He's he's. Have you read what he does? Why, the- why is it not okay for anyone to uh, cheer at a golf course, but we can yell whatever we want at the baseball field when the batter's about to hit a ball? That's a hundred thousand times harder to hit than a golf ball that sits still on a little tee in front of you. Well, you don't get any fouls. <laughs> oh, you know. You miss I, hit the ball, you I, don't get golfers, another chance. Golfers are the most mentally weak athlete in the world. Oh, man, you haven't played enough golf. That if is a bird is tweeting, they step away and wait for the bird to stop tweeting. That's because that's it's a game of concentration. So concentrate. <laughs> Let's get going here. Well, the point being, now you've got Team Brooks and Team Bryson, and yeah. it's it's a thing. And they're going to benefit from it financially because their profile becomes bigger. And golf does too, as a result. So they're they're not complaining about it either. But but Tiger and Phil were mutually beneficial for each other, and their their feud and their rivalry and all the rumors surrounding they didn't talk to each other on the Ryder Cup team and on and on and on. It was good for them. It was like Lee Trevino said, he's watching a tournament he was playing in many 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 years ago, and he was talking and he looked at the camera and he said. That's what this is all about right there. It was right. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, you are here to help with a with a uh, I don't want I almost said new treatment for ED. You guys have, have been established for a, for a little bit now, but certainly a, a breakthrough treatment, right? Yeah, it really is. We have been doing it for a few years now. Uh, we're in Murray and in St. George down there in southern Utah and helped so many guys, um, I think the treatment's becoming more popular. Word is kind of getting out. Uh, I don't know anybody that wants to take the pill for erectile dysfunction. And I know a lot of guys that take it and feel nothing. You know, they get no effect at all. It's kind of like they didn't take it, but then they get the side effects, and they have to take more and more of it. Um, Our acoustic wave therapy, this technology, so cool. It looks a little bit like an ultrasound machine. It's placed on the skin in our clinic and delivers pressure waves into the blood vessels, which gently open up and regrow them. So you can imagine more blood flow in the bedroom, a great thing, and the levels of intimacy that improve from this. That's what's so cool. Guys, tell us my relationship with my spouse has improved. I've turned back the clock, and I don't have to deal with pills and headaches any longer. Get that spontaneity back. That's got to be a big deal. It's all about on-demand function. When the timing is right, instead of taking a pill and, you know, 
when's it going to work? Will it work? What am I going to feel like tomorrow? What do I have tomorrow? Do I have to go to the office? Uh, this is normal and natural function, more blood flow where you want it, when you want it. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule, see the doctor, and very special deal today. A big perk today. The assessment and exam is free. Call us now. You'll qualify uh, for the lifetime warranty if you take treatment. So basically, if a few years down the road you notice results fade a little bit, maybe you gain a few pounds, the ED comes back, whatever, we'll retreat you totally free. Uh, a lot of value in that. Give us a call. It's no charge. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right, we're going to get to, uh, should we get to Hanson Scotty? They talked a little college football. Should we get to that coming up next? Sure. We went a little long on uh, the DJ and PK here for what's going on. So we'll get to that straight ahead. Stay tuned. Big show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Fun. You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Rough Tough. Uh, they set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make and model and year of your vehicle and do some business with the Utah company since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. I stand corrected, by the way. Corrections and retractions. Johnny tweets in. Says, Jake, I know you do not care in the least, but I had uh, to look it up when you were throwing shade at Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon won more races than Jimmy Johnson. So 93 for Jeff Gordon, 83 for Jimmy Johnson. Why was he, why was Jeff Gordon unpopular with the some hardcore NASCAR Why would anybody fans? possibly care about this? Because he, I mean, they really, so it was because he was, uh, Kind of a city slicker or something, or it was what was the deal with that? Is he a city slicker? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was, but I I, I was told by someone that he wasn't all that popular. But I'm Johnny, honest. you know what I do care about? Accuracy. So thank you. For every you ten go. seconds we talk about NASCAR, I'm adding ten seconds to twenty seconds of baseball. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's get the hands of Scotty because they were talking college football today. So let's uh, let's check in with their shows. We continue on with what's going on. Uh, talking about BYU's quarterbacks and thoughts on uh, the upcoming game against Arizona. Aaron Roderick talked about the quarterbacks. This is Aaron Roderick talking about the quarterbacks and what they can do to really separate themselves. I wish I had something new to tell you since the last time you guys asked me this at the end of spring, but um, it's a, there's three guys in the mix, and I have a, uh, a really, I think, a good plan for how I'm going to um, – distribute the reps early in camp and um, they're good players I, I believe in all three of these guys um, but we're we're gonna just give them the reps and make a tough decision and and you know it's not a, it's not an exact science sometimes you don't get it right and sometimes it takes a while to sort it out so I hope our uh, fans will just pull for whoever's in there and and trust that we're we are doing our best to work our way through it 
They're certainly not tipping their hands. And I've asked Aaron Aaron Roderick a couple of times away from the mic, and he doesn't tip his hand then either. No, like no. He's, he's pretty quiet about it. I tried to. Uh, there was a moment where uh, we were replaying something, and I went over and, and we chatted for about five minutes and tried to peel back the layers. And he's like, no, give, give all the guys a shot and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, because he, he does have a, a real deep belief in each of the three. Yeah. Well, they're like his kids, too. You yeah. know? That's got to be tough for an OC. They're like his kids. And, and, Scotty, the other thing that I want to make real clear for football fans out there, it's a different world now. Like, we talk about, well, we want to name the quarterback, so I know who to get behind. I know who the starter is. He's separated himself. Well, the problem is kids transfer now. If they don't feel like they got a shot, they're out. And so if you don't leave it kind of open-ended, you lose a Baylor-Romney. Yeah. You possibly lose a high-end recruit in Conover. I don't know what's going to happen with Sojay Maeva, but his name not being mentioned in this race, I wonder if he gets all upset about it and he moves on down the line. I think BYU's done a good job of retaining their, their talent. But guys nowadays, they hear one name and it's out. Listen to some of the depth of detail that Coach Clune goes into when he's asked about preparing for Arizona. Well, it's a whole new situation. You got a whole bunch of new coaches and you got a whole bunch of new portal guys coming in. You got a whole bunch of, you know, question marks. And so, you know, I'm going back to watching UCLA film from 2017 when, when Josh Rosen was still at, at UCLA, you know, and I'm trying to figure out schemes and stuff like that that the coach might like, you know, and, and uh, you know, then we watch some. Seattle Seahawks run game because Brendan Carroll's, you know, he's all that stuff. So it's just kind of a mishmash of, of all that is we're getting prepared and we don't know exactly what the personnel will be because of those all those transfers and, you know, who's going to be the quarterback. And there's so many questions. But, you know, our kids will be ready. They'll be ready to play. Um, apparently I hear, you know, the BYU fans just spent a whole bunch of money and got 47,000 tickets for that game. Coach Clune has been around the block, and that's why – there were quite a few guys that I would like to see him get that open assistant position at BYU. And I was pretty vocal about those yeah. guys. Yep. And I, I still to this day would have loved to see Jan Jorgensen get that shot and that opportunity. Um, a guy like Jason Ayu, who's been working with NFL scouts and recruiting behind the scenes, fantastic defensive mind. He was a part of that 2008 uh, Sugar Bowl, uh, Utah Sugar Bowl coaching staff. So he's been around and he knows it. But the one thing that you're really going to get from Coach Clune is a depth of experience in understanding who's where, where they were, and how to go about the film study to prepare for that team. I think Coach Clune can bring a, a really deep amount of knowledge in, in preparation in that form. And that's going to go a long way. You know, Elisa Tuiaki is becoming more of an experienced defensive coordinator. But he's still kind of a baby in the game. He's still pretty new. And, 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 and I, that's not an insult to Elisa. And I, I hope that Coach Tuiaki would never hear me say that and be like, oh, that's an insult to me. No, that's it, not meant as an insult. It, it's actually a bit of a compliment because he's so good as to where he already is. Correct. But he's got to continue to build his resume and continue to, to compliment his, his staff. And I think that Coach Clune is that for him. You know, I, I've got some some Clune criticisms. He, you know, he hasn't succeeded everywhere he's been. No. Nope. He's had some failures. Um, 
And so I'm not fully backing Coach Kalun and saying this is the guy for the job, and he is. But I'm telling you, he will bring that that depth of knowledge of how to prepare and best way to prepare, and be able to give me tips as a coordinator on schemes that just might work for me. So if I'm Tuiaki, I'm paying very close attention. If I'm Tuiaki, I'm even leaning on Kloon a little bit, saying, so what are you saying? And I think that they did lean on Kloon a little bit last year. Yeah, which I think was important, and I think he played a role in their success last year, for sure. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And so I've got a, I've got a lot of excitement with Coach Kloon and, and where he's at. And I um, Just on a personal note, uh, Cade Hoke, Chris Hoke's son, yeah. just got back off a of mission. So you're going to be adding him to the linebacking core, which everybody saw that they signed Nathan Hoke. Yeah. That's Chris Hoke's younger son. But Cade Hoke was the the kid that uh, BYU'd recruited, that they had got a commitment from, and he went on a mission, and now he's back. And uh, I've seen a couple of pictures of him getting his pads on and, and getting ready for the upcoming season. I'm excited for him. Hope he has a great season. I hope, I hope he can impress Coach Clune. There's Hanson Scotty. Some BYU thoughts coming off BYU Media Day last week. What do you think, Gordon? Okay, so let me read something to you. Okay. All right? And follow along at home or in your car or wherever you are. Listen to this quote from Aaron Roderick, okay? We will determine in fall camp who is one and who is two and who is three. We will continue that competition as long as we can until somebody is clearly the guy or until we have to make a decision. Right now, we just don't know what our time frame is going to be. Okay, so that that's not referring to this year's quarterback derby. That was referring to last year's quarterback derby. BYU had the player who had become the number two pick in the NFL draft, and that's what Aaron said. We don't know until someone is clearly the leader. We won't know. I love Aaron Roderick. He's a terrific football mind, a great guy, too. But that's what he said last year when he had Zach Wilson under his eye. So so you, what's he saying this time, Ryan? Do you believe him then, and do you believe him now? Because I didn't believe him then, and I still don't. <laughs> and uh, you, don't now, believe, you think he knows who it's going to be? No, I think he knew then when it, it was going to be no, last but who year. you think that, he knows this I, time? No, no, that's what I'm saying. There's two different questions. Okay. Then I, I don't believe him, and now I really don't believe him either. I think they know. I think he knows who he wants. Or I think at the very least he knows who he likes. I Everyone has to, any kind of strong football mind has to be evaluating constantly. And if if you're really smart and you're evaluating day by day by day, you have to have your in your mind who's ahead right now. Yeah, it's so. just part That's... of the process. But, but for him to, I saw that quote. And that's from last year before the season started. We don't know. We're waiting for somebody till somebody is clearly the guy. And he had the number two pick in the draft in the fold. 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't believe him. I don't. I still don't. What? What are you? What are you fishing for here? What? Are, so, uh, well, I mean, I'm not fishing for anything. I think. He, I think that's an interesting quote. Well, I think he's playing the game. So he's lying to everybody. Yeah. essentially. This year too, for his own team's benefit. What about that, though? Do you think it is to the team's benefit? Uh, Kalani's told they... us a number of times that having he's never going to go into another season I, again without having a quarterback that. competition. I, so, I, yeah. Well, I mean, they've already had. They're, they're competing. They've been competing, right? He's keeping them hungry in the offseason. And uh, he doesn't want anybody to transfer, which is something that, <laughs> now, uh, now that, you're talking. that people don't uh, talk about all the time. Yeah. So, But if he knows, if we think he knows and he's not saying – then the quarterbacks probably know too. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, You'd I be do. surprised uh, how late it does. Who was the quarterback? There was Manning and Brandon. What was the guy's name? Brandon Cox. Cox at the University of Utah, and everybody, including the two of us, knew that Brandon Cox was not going to be the quarterback for the University of Utah. But he didn't transfer until there was like a week to go in camp. <laughs> so forever optimistic, yeah. right? So it's very manipulative in a way. But at the same time, I, I don't blame him for doing it. All right, let me rephrase it. If the quarterbacks themselves don't know, I bet that most of the players on the team do. And they're just hiding it from the quarterbacks? I, I Look, these things become fairly, I'm going to say obvious, but they do become apparent when you see somebody day after day. See, I'd want my team on board with both because then you get – and you get the locker room splintering, which we've seen in the past. Yeah, and somebody's true. on one side of the quarterback, someone's on the other. When the team has an opposite opinion of the coach, you know, that can be disastrous. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, and uh, and it, look, the way it is, I remember talking to Aaron one time, and he said, he said the statistics on having a quarterback stay healthy through an entire season are not overly promising. So – who the starter is and who the backup is, I mean, they probably feel fairly committed to getting those guys ready, regardless of where they are in the pecking order as of right now. Big thanks to the title sponsor of the big show. That's Big O. Big O uh, knows tires and auto repair can be an unexpected expense. That's why they offer no credit needed financing. Big O tires, the team you trust. Market update coming up next. Chris Camrani will join us at 4, lock at 5, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Woo! On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey guys. Jake here for my friends at Peach Window and Door. In fact, we were just out there at their beautiful showroom yesterday doing the show, and it was a lot of fun hanging out with Cindy and her group. They really are like a family, and they want to take care of our listeners when it comes to your window and door needs. I mentioned the showroom. A great way to do it is drop by and see it. They have uh, well on display what they can do for you 
2940 South, 300 West. They also have a great website, peachbuildingproducts.com, or you can call them, 801-556-1255. They'll come out to your house and uh, check out the project that you need doing for free. But they are a local uh, Utah's premier window and door retailing company uh, since 1993, combining beauty and technology, not to mention the best customer service around. They believe in talking to people. I know, it's crazy. They are a turnkey window and door company, meaning no high-pressure sales, no subcontractors, no ghosting. They'll take care of uh, your windows. They'll install them correctly and back them up with guarantees designed to bring peace of mind to satisfied customers. Call them, 801-556-1255. Drop by the showroom, 2940 South, 300 West. Simply go online, peachbuildingproducts.com. That's Peach Window and Door. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for a market update brought to you by TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how did the markets do today? Bit of a reversal today, uh, Jake. Uh, some uh, some good news and bad news. Uh, when I start with the Dow, the Dow was off uh, 71 points. Oh, just shut up. Nobody cares. The NASDAQ, <laughs> however, was up uh, a little over 38 points. Oh, wait a second. No, 18. Sorry. 18. Mr. Fuzzy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> the S&P was down four and a half points. Stupid. <laughs> An all Lloyd edition today. I like that. We need to hear that again, Lloyd. Stupid. <laughs> What was that? What was that character called again? I forget. That was the outtakes from the movie Zone phone. Yeah, movie Zone. Mister Fuzzy Pants. There's <laughs> <laughs> just something funny about hearing Lloyd say that. Huh? Movie Zone Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. What a stupid movie! Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the Ninja Go? <laughs> Ninjago, but he kept saying Ninja Go. <laughs> ninja go ninja go ninja now it's ninjago and that's where he yelled what a stupid movie <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh that is so funny oh man yeah you want to give a quick uh tease for the movie zone austin yeah your favorite popcorn movies seen as fast and furious 74 is coming out so Movies that lack depth but are very entertaining. So not thinkers. Correct. Why are they called popcorn? Can you not think and eat popcorn at the same time? It's, it's, I think it implies a popcorn movie is you're escaping reality to just enjoy yourself, eat some popcorn, not check out. About it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Christopher Nolan, they ain't. Yeah. All right. I enjoy myself some popcorn no matter what the movie is. What kind of popcorn? Uh, hold the butter. Don't go heavy on the butter. I know you disagree Stop with that. Stop it. Why are you ordering it. it then? Oh, I, I, well, I'll take some How salt. How about some rice cakes? <laughs> yeah, see, this is this is Gordon pretending that he likes the healthy lifestyle. No, no. I, I've you just... know, you could admit that you, you know what, I go without the butter because it's better for me. But the, don't come here and say that you enjoy it more because that's just no, false. No, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you exactly how it happened. My wife refuses to get the butter. 
And so since I usually go to movies with her, I've acclimated to the no butter. Puts a little salt on there. You don't prefer it. Uh, I don't know. I, it's been so long since I've had butter, I don't even know. You've not had butter? in a long, in, No, on popcorn. Oh, the artificial butter flavoring. Yeah, yeah I haven't had Inject oh. that in an IV. I and know that stuff. Kill is me today. Just incredible. The the best thing that ever happened to movie theater popcorn is when they put that stuff out that you can put your own yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the little lobster dip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wait, the wait, same wait, stuff. Wait, 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 what are you talking about? You can put it on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you make a popcorn soup. Uh huh. Maybe I need to sneak a little of that. Put see, enough you, on there, yeah. You do prefer it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, see, you do. Don't, don't, don't bring mean, that the, the healthy lifestyle I prefer. It's got nothing now, maybe to do with me. I told you. Maybe it's better you, for are you. Are you trying to cause marital discord between no, my wife and I? I'm, I'm trying to uh, bring out a little honesty about buttery I, popcorn. I don't know. I haven't had buttered popcorn in years. Because she prefers it, so I, I, I don't want to sit there and go, well, I'm going to put butter. I, I guess we could each get different popcorn, but we, we we like to share. So I just say, okay, honey, whatever you want. Speaking of something she I never, prefers, I, I never, <laughs> let's get out to the zone phone. <laughs> Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, nice. he's our hey. friend Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew, let's help out. Uh, our listeners hey, that uh, may be struggling with their Andrew, relationships. Andrew, wait. Is, is what you're doing better than buttered popcorn? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. Although buttered popcorn is pretty good. I, I'm with Jake on this. Load it up. You yeah. know, when I go, the, the more, more the, the better. better. All right. Next, <laughs> yeah. next time, you guys have inspired me. Next time I go to a movie, I'm going to tell my wife, let's get the butter flavoring on there. I, I Big soda. Yeah. Skittles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the name of the game right there. 100%. Well, right. let's, it'll improve your relationship, Gordon, the buttery popcorn, and uh, Andrew will help some others. How yeah, let's, let's hear about it, yeah. Andrew. We are helping a lot of guys in the bedroom. Uh, if you're out there uh, frustrated, this could be, I've got full-blown erectile dysfunction or just the occasional failure. Uh, that is where Wasatch Medical Clinic comes in. Our acoustic wave therapy, it takes about 10 minutes for a treatment, really easy, the Cambridge University study says you should do a few of them over two to three weeks. So if you think about that, middle of July, you could probably be done with this, done with that issue, potentially throwing the pills away completely. That is so cool. It works pretty quickly. Um, and we've seen a lot of guys turn back the clock in the bedroom, improve the relationship with their significant other. Uh, and that's what it's all about. Get rid of the ED and improve the intimacy. Treat the problem, not the symptom. Treat the problem. Finally, I can't believe as a society we've been throwing pills at this issue for 30 years, and now we're actually repairing the problem, which in most cases it's damaged blood vessels and restricted blood flow. That's what causes ED, and that's what we're going to treat. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call, 801-901-8000. A new promotion, uh, digging it today. Yeah, big perk today. You uh, call us now, you get the assessment and exam and blood flow ultrasound free. And if you decide to take treatments, you get a lifetime warranty. Uh, this is a big perk. If you ever notice that results fade, we'll retreat you for free. A ton of value. Uh, give us a call now to qualify. 801-901-8000. That's the number, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you, guys. 
All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.